Hey, what's up everybody? Billy Robbins here with Intent Man, and today I want to talk to you about books. Man, I love books. It's crazy, uh, especially if you think about, if I think about where I came from. You know, I'm somebody who probably read as little books as possible from the age of 13 all the way through school, tried to do as little as possible. I was the Cliff Notes guy, you know, those little yellow books. And I mean, it was probably so obvious. I completely bombed probably all of those tests in high school and so on. But I found like books as being such a waste of time. It took so long to read them, took so long to get through all the content, you know. And um, as I found myself at like a 24 year old, um, in Southern California by myself, no career prospects. I think I just got a DUI, got no car, I was bartending. And um, I was like, you know, this kind of sucks. I don't think I'm headed in the right direction. Had a little bit of a pain and said, you know, I think I want to do something a little better with my life. I ended up getting an interview and I completely bombed the interview. It was like just horrible, froze, I was a mess. Um, I feel like the people had, uh, that were interviewing me had a little bit of sympathy for me because they gave me a book. And the book was called How to Sell by Tom Hopkins. And uh, I read the book, but there was something that stood out to me. And this may seem small to you, but it was huge to me. One of the quotes he said in the book was, uh, the height of your enthusiasm is far superior than the depth of your knowledge. And that just hit me because at that point I realized I didn't have a lot of knowledge. I didn't have a formal education. I really thought that my uh, prospects in life were limited by the situation where I put myself. But as it dawned on me, I was like, wait a minute, here's a guy who's been doing sales his whole life. He wrote a book, probably took a year or two to, you know, to write this book. And I could get it for a few bucks and I could read it in a few days and I could get the major themes of his life on a certain topic. And when he said that, the height of your enthusiasm, it was like, wait a minute, I do have something to give. It was like, wait a minute, I can like apply my, my abilities and my enthusiasm in a certain way. And it wasn't so much that advice as more of realizing that a book has the opportunity to completely change my philosophy and my ability to learn and educate myself. You know, I always thought education was formal. Now it was about your degree, it was about so on. But it was in that moment, 24 years old, that I decided that I was going to be somebody who educated myself. I was gonna read more books and I was gonna just dive into the areas of my life that I knew were lacking and fill them with the advice and the experience from other people. I was like, I could just get a lot of what they have. So that started me on an awesome journey. And it's like I said, no education, no business prospects, no, you know, no situations. We actually only fast forward about, I don't know, seven or eight years later. And I found myself running a multi-million digital marketing agency for a software company where I've got you now 10 people underneath me. All of them have degrees. We got people with bachelors, MBAs, good schools. And here I am, the junior college dropout that educated myself on uh, books and real world application. And, you know, I'm not saying that's the, the way for everybody to go, but I'm just using this point to emphasize that if there's any areas in your life that you feel like you're lacking, there's any areas where you feel like, man, I'm just, I can't get over this hump. I can't start this business. I can't figure out my diet, my fitness, my relationships, my whatever. If that's your, the, your situation and you're not finding books that speak specifically to that topic and allow yourself to digest and invest that information, you're missing out. Now, here's a little caveat though, before I keep going off my tangent about books, is a book, just like a formal education, just like a degree, doesn't mean anything if you don't apply. 
application is far superior than education. But when you can have application on the heels of education, and then you figure out what's working, and then you decide to adopt certain things. You said, you know what, I learned this, I applied it, I own this to be true, and now I'm going to adopt that philosophy, that principle, and I'm gonna operate out of my life with that. That's where, oh man, life change happens. That's where you can create whatever you want. This is amazing. And if you think of it, it's really about a book is a strategy. And a strategy provides us some influence that we go and act. And then once we act, we have to measure if we're doing that success. You know, in a lot of my business coaching and personal coaching, we talk about SAM being your best friend. And that's the acronym of strategy, action, and measurement. And so a book is a fantastic way to adopt somebody else's strategy, but you have to make sure that you're applying and make sure that you're seeing, does this work for my life? Is this something that I need to continue? So let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the books. These are some of my favorite books. It's just absolute life change stuff here. I mean, we got... 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. If you're in marketing or sales and you want to figure out how to get 80% of the results or 20% of the effort, read that book. Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willick, right? This guy was a badass Navy SEAL and he teaches his leadership principles that he learned in life or death situations. If you want to be a leader, isn't that important? Shouldn't you get something out of that? Or the good old four-hour work week, man. This started me on a path. Man, how would you like to have a four-hour work week? Right? How would you like to create a lifestyle? How would you like to take your retirement now rather than waiting until you're 65 years old? Well, here's a guy who did it. So you can buy this book for like 14 bucks. What's that worth? Um, what else we got here? Million Dollar Consulting. I mean, this book alone, Alan Weiss, Million Dollar Consulting, this easily added $100,000 to my consulting business when I first started it. I mean, I mean, like in the first six months, this added that. This is a book that probably costs 14 bucks on Amazon. I probably read it in a weekend. And it had a substantial, I mean, incremental, measurable, huge impact in my business. What's that worth? And it just goes on and on and on. So now when I ask you, one, do you believe that? Do you believe that a good book can change your life? And I'm assuming that you're going to say yes. But if you believe that a good book could change your life, why aren't you reading more books? Why aren't you looking at the areas of your life that you're like, ah, I need that growth in that area, but you're not seeking out the information that you could, that you could, you know, that you could get that'll change your life. Now, the reason is, is because books are hard. They're hard to digest, right? They're hard to read. It's a lot easier to watch TV, right? It's a lot easier to be playing games on your phone or on whatever than it is to read a book. And so there's, there's that, that edge there, but you have to make this so important in your life that you go and you tackle it. Think about this. Now, this is gonna ruffle some feathers, and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Let's say your cable bill is $100 a month. Probably average, but $100 a month for a cable bill. So let's say that you can buy a good old book on your Kindle, Kindle for 10 bucks, which you can, most Kindle books are 10 bucks. How many, so for, you could buy 10 books a month for your $100 a month. So if you didn't have cable, you didn't watch TV, but you bought 10 books and you read 10 books a, a month, what do you think your life would look like after six months, nine months, 12 months? Now that might be a little severe, right? And you might be like, blasphemy. Okay, but I'm proving a point that we only have so many minutes in this thing called life and where we apply our attention and our focus it makes a huge impact. So maybe we need to do a little less of those things that actually don't give us any benefit in our life and start applying more time and more finances and things that do. Think about this. You got it's 2017, right? 100 years ago, this wasn't available, 
right? You had limited amount of books that were available. You've got a device right now, a Kindle. You get this thing hooked up to Amazon. You have basically every single book known to man at your fingertips. A lot of them are even free. They're open, they're open domain books, public domain, public domain books. Like you can absolutely tap into anything. Like you have any subject you want for 10 bucks, you can go pull it up on your Kindle. And if you hate to read, which I know you do, right? Some people hate to read. I understand that. Get an Audible account. Audible.com. Listen to a book. Right? This is an amazing habit to develop. And if you want to work on habits and habits are hard for you, then get The Power of Habit by uh, Charles Duhang. I probably butchered his name. I forgot how it's pronounced. But amazing book, The Power of Habit. Unbelievable. Learn how to learn. How to learn. learn how to have habits. Learn how to build the disciplines to get books. And so think about that. Right now, you can tap into any of these areas that you want. Okay, so practical advice, get a Kindle, get a Kindle account. Just download the Kindle app for your phone or your tablet. Completely free, super easy to read. Now the cool thing about a Kindle um, is, so again, I talked about earlier about education is one thing, application is where it's at. You have to actually apply in order to see results. So some good practices when you're really gonna be studious in your book reading is to figure out a mechanism so that you can retain the information. So one of the things that I do is I create book reports. Basically, after every, I don't know, three or four chapters, I'll open up an Evernote and I'll just type up a summary, my own cliff notes, of what I went through. Here are the high-level points. You know, look through my book, see the stuff I've highlighted. I'll put it inside. Um, I'll put it inside the, um, you know, the, the Evernote. So this way, I can always reference it. One of the reasons I love Kindle is because Kindle makes that super easy. When you're on your Kindle app, you can highlight any section and it creates a highlight. And then, I forgot the domain, you can look it up, but it's like amazon.com slash Kindle slash highlights, something like that. You can basically see all of the highlights that you made. So everything you've highlighted will be listed. You can copy and paste that and throw it in your Evernote. And then you have every single highlight that you made already summarized and put in a place like Evernote or Google Docs or whatever. So you can review those and at any time if you're like, oh man, I remember that book was like amazing. Like, um, do I have it up here? No, it's on the bookshelf. Wired to Care by Dev Patnayak. It's all about empathy. And it's all about how to you know, really have empathy for your best customers so you know how to market to them, right? If all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm working on some things around customer and how do I engage with them, I can open up my little Cliff Notes folder and there I have all of the major points and things that I learned from that book that I can apply immediately. Uh, Audible is the same deal. You know, Audible has a little bookmark button. So when you're listening, you just hit a book button, you can go back and listen to all those little snippets and document them. Now, one thing I'll do is if I'm going through a book and I love it, usually I'll start with Kindle because it's the cheapest and I'll see if I like it or Audible. And um, if I really like it, I'll end up getting all three. I'll get the Audible, the Kindle, and the physical. Now, I don't know, it costs like 40 bucks. And I'm say, well, why would you do that? Because I want to be able to absorb that information wherever I am all the time. Here's the other thing. If you invest $40 into books, it's going to put a little bit more pressure on you to make sure you get something out of it. Like how can I extract? A book should easily have a 10, 50, 100,000 time return. Think about it, I mean, it's 10 bucks, 40 bucks for all of them. So I'm like, can I get a $40 idea out of this book, right? Can I get a $40 idea? Can I figure out a way to, um, we've got a great book here, Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters, right? Like what's it worth to me to figure out I have an amazing relationship with my daughter? 
or to help guide her during a path, or even if you wanted to monetize it. What's it worth financially for me to keep her out of some of the trouble that she may find herself getting into? Like that's, there's a real gain. Rather than waiting for a mess to happen that I have to go and clean up, what kind of preventative care can I do to my body, to my relationships, right? What kind of things can I learn from my business and so on? And so, you know, don't be afraid to invest in good things. Invest in ways that you can grow. And so books are a fantastic way to do that. Now, when I'm talking, I guess I should also summarize too, when I'm talking about books, I'm not talking about just trash. There's plenty of trash out there. But what, what's a way that you can deposit into yourself? You'll notice all these are kind of like self-development type books, which are fantastic. But there's also great literature. It has great stories, great meanings, great morals, great inspiration, right? Be intentional about feeding on things that grow, that make you develop, that give you more passion and juice for life, all right? So take inventory of your life. Where's an area that you've just been struggling, that you've been going around in circles and circles and circles? And where could you go get some education that can give you a new framework, a new philosophy for how you can improve things? So do that now. Figure that out. Go and get it. And then read it, journal it, and do it. That's what's going to make the difference is when you take the things that are up here and you actually start doing and applying and learning what's happening. So get that book. And it's amazing because I feel like the right book always comes to me at the right moment. Actually, a perfect example of this is uh, just yesterday in the mail, I got a new book. I got actually got an advanced copy of Your Best Year Ever from Michael Hyatt. And I think the book will be out um, the, like the 1st of January or so. Michael Hyatt, great author, online coach, leadership guy, great stuff. And I've been really struggling to launch some stuff lately. I mean, I launch things, but I've just been, it's been a battle. It's been a grind. I keep feeling like I'm falling on my face. Like literally, I keep feeling like there's a struggle. And so I just got this book yesterday afternoon. And right in the beginning, chapter one is the story of a runner who was doing like the 600 meter run. I think her name is Heather Krempf or something like that. And this, this gal was like the, you know, the big 10 championships for a 600 meter run or something. And She's just beasting it. And I actually watched a video of it after. It's amazing. I'll put a link uh, in the description. But, um, you know, she's out in front. She's hovering like first and second place. And you can just tell she's in total control. She goes to make her move to get into first place. And as she's making her move, she gets tripped. Now, this is on a track race. She hits the ground, smash, face, bounces off the ground. I mean, she falls down in the 600-meter race, which is a pretty short race with 200 meters to go. And, you know, I was like, Wow. Uh, that's unbelievable. Um, what she did, which was, I mean, just so amazing. She immediately gets right back up. She's in last place, 200 meters to go, and she just starts ripping it. And she goes and passes the first person, passes the next person, so on, so on. And she wins the race even after she fell down, even in a sprint. And I'm telling you, I mean, that might seem like a, you know, it's a cool story. Um, it was the intro to the book. But it hit me right at the time. It was the inspiration I needed. I mean, it really, it filled me up. It was amazing. And so, you know, I'm just through the first chapter right now. Um, and I'm so excited to dive in. But, you know, here's a guy who, you know, again, when I always talk about um, what a book is, like, you got, here's a guy who's a CEO of a major publication company. He leaves, the, he leaves that job and starts his own kind of leadership 
uh, leadership program. And as I, you know, as a guy who was into leadership and all those things, to watch this man go through and do the reps, right? To create the content, to share, to write books, to do the work. It's such an inspiration. And here I go, I get to tap into this guy's book. He's probably going to sell it for like 15 bucks. You can read it in a couple weeks and you can glean all this information. Like, would you like to have your best year ever this upcoming year? I, I know I do. Now, isn't it worth to take a week or two to read from somebody who's done amazing things, inspiration from amazing people, to go and change your philosophy, to change your perspective, to make next year the best year ever? Well, I'm excited about it. So I know I'm, I'm digging in on this book, and uh, I'll let you know more about what I've pulled out of it. But already, first chapter, it was exactly what I needed to get back on the horse, to get up ASAP and get sprinting. So hope this is helpful.